and welcome to the first ever episode of Groomer Chat with me, Tanya. And this is a very special one because our very first guest ever, ever, ever is a very special and awesome person called Sally. Hello, Sally. Hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> Most important question first, okay? Yeah. First and foremost, very serious. What is your alcoholic beverage of choice this evening? Well, this is my alcoholic beverage of choice, but as it came out of a can, I shall read to you what it is. <laughs> it's Malibu, pineapple-flavoured Malibu. Oh, nice. And I like a rum, so it was nice and easy to buy in Waitrose. And I have a different flavour for later, <laughs> just in case. That's what I like to hear. I'm on the gin. I thought Cheers. you might be. I yeah, you might just be for a change. <laughs> not that we're lushies in any way, shape, or form. No, no, cocktails are not are not our thing. <laughs> no, just everything. Now, there's a very real reason why uh, you are our first guest, um, apart from the fact that you're just fab, and I love you lots. You. Know, um, <laughs> you are a seminar speaker yeah. at the English Groomers Challenge on the 5th of June. If you're not aware, and you should be by now, on the 5th of June, the English Groomers Group are holding the English Groomers Challenge. It's our 16th year and our final English Groomers Challenge, as after that we'll be concentrating on other projects. So it's a big, going out with a bang one. Uh, buy tickets if you're not haven't bought them already um you can compete of course or you can just buy tickets to come along and watch the seminar there's multiple seminars i should know because i'm one of the speakers but of course sally here is a major speaker and what is your topic i'm talking about client confrontation um, and yes nice nice topic um i'm actually going to put a bit of a positive aspect to it rather than it being not so positive, which is what we how we all view it is one of the things we all fear most, really, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's difficult. Nobody likes confrontation no. or criticism. No. So um, yes, so but I'm gonna try and put a bit more of a positive spin on it. And uh, yeah, because the whole all the seminars are being trying to keep them seen to heads and toes. Um I've uh, well except yours yours is gonna be slightly <laughs> that, but I know I know that Sophie is as well and obviously yes. the deputies themselves are. So the only way I could really do that was to call it um <laughs> and it's gone straight out of my head. <laughs> well that's the head aspect. That's the head aspect. Um well, the foot aspect was foot stompers, but it was, I think it's headbangers and foot stompers, but I don't think it's bangers. So now you're going to have to let me look it up. <laughs> you came prepared, Sally. I like it. Came prepared. It is all here for me to be able to look at, but um, it helps. Just not in here. Like Just not in here yet. That's because it's on my... Here we go. And it's hot heads. Hot heads and foot stompers. And foot stompers. Foot stompers is, uh, yeah, why not? And how to deal with those confrontational people. Yeah. Yes. We try and avoid them, but uh, yeah, we've all had to deal with them at you, some you point. Can't, you can't have a business for years and years, um, be successful and not 
encounter one or two foot stompers yeah. and what head what head hot heads and foot stompers it's impossible because you can't please everybody all of the time um it's it's absolutely impossible we are human beings and the dogs are living animals the nature of our business as well i mean sometimes uh, that we have to think of the the dogs first and foremost so absolutely which isn't always going to give the customer the results they would like so sometimes we're going to have clients that do go well that's not quite what i wanted um mm -hmm. even something as simple as somebody wanting their german shepherd to look like a bichon i'd <laughs> <laughs> like to see you try i've not been asked thank goodness <laughs> I don't think it would be my finest hour there, no. <laughs> have you ever lost the temper with a client? I have. My problem is when I lose my temper, I my voice starts to waver and actually sounds like I'm about to burst into tears. Isn't is that annoying? Oh, it's awful. Do you um, do what I do and get all flushed in the face and the neck and then get wobbly? And it's just sheer emotion. And I'm trying to sounds hard. like a pathetic wimp that's about to cry. And I'm trying very hard to be, um, not let my emotions get the better of me, not get annoyed, not say something that I don't want to say. And I think that's where it comes from. You're trying to hold all that in. Um, trying to be professional. Yes. And I must admit, it's only happened a few times, not very often, not very often. Um, but yeah. I think like me, you're a bit of a slow burner. But when you get there... Yeah, I try very hard not to. I prefer I prefer to be given the opportunity to ponder things through and make sure that what I say is going to come across correctly. Doesn't always, but I, I do prefer. So it's almost better if you've got someone who phones up with a complaint, you can say, well, come down because you get time. Oh, yes, absolutely. To work it through in your head. You get time to get over your emotions and then you can be very, it's much easier. And it's I much prefer a face-to-face -face conversation than written anything because that can always be misinterpreted. I won't do that. Something written. said with a smile, yeah. a, a, a serious smile, not a sarcastic one, which I'm quite good at, um, is often taken much better than it would be if it was written. Yeah. Even the same words can be given differently. Yeah, no, you can't, written, written, you can't, written is, but then I won't even really do appointments via written. I, I don't, don't, at all, no. Needs to be a no. phone call or in person, only on real regular customers that may suddenly drop you a message and you can go, okay, no, that's fine, because they're letting you know, but I would never take a new person on without having at least spoken to them. Definitely. But at least we're at the point where we're not having to take new people at the moment. Which is a nice place to be. It is quite nice because you know what, you know what your days are going to be like. You know who your dogs are, what they have done, what the clients are dealing with. And I know we're fortunate, you know, you, you can't complain and it's not a given that it's going to stay like that. So you enjoy it while you can. So you're Kent, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. How long have you been in business? Oh, what, since I absolutely started or here? <laughs> Both. Right. Um, we bought the salon here. It had been going for about 18 months when we bought it, and we bought it in 2006. Um, but I started my grooming career 
in 2004. No, 1994, sorry. I've just, just taken 10 years <laughs> off my own. That was quick, wasn't it? Oh, what you did is take 10 years off your own line. That, that's well, that's yes, perfect if I was only 19 when I started, and I started in 2004, that makes me quite nice and young. <laughs> so did you start here in England, or did you start back in South Africa? Back in South Africa. Yeah, trained out there, um, groomed out there, had my own salon for seven years. I worked for somebody first. In fact, I worked for somebody first, then trained, and then opened my own salon. Which so, is quite often the way, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it, it, it sort of happened, um, it was just, yeah, it was just the way it goes. Employment in South Africa, as you know, isn't uh, quite the same as here. So that was, was a little difficult. Um, and then found a lady who did training. And ironically, um, I speak to a lovely lady in South Africa who still grooms now. And we discovered that we both know the lady that I trained with because she trained her too. Oh, how funny. It's a small so world, Facebook, isn't it? Uh, Facebook, Facebook, it was, it was just so, so strange. And she has named, her salon is named the same as our salon. It's just, yeah, very strange. Quinky dinks. Yes, yes. So, yeah, what else can I say about that? So you've pretty much always been a dog groomer then? Um, I started off working in a kennels. So I worked in a breed, breeding and boarding kennels in South Africa. And then when I left there, I went to work in the grooming salon. Um, I'd been, because I used to go away with her dogs to do shows and things like that, I also went and stayed with some of her friends and some of them were groomers. So I used to get in on the grooming. Um, one of the ladies had 27 miniature poodles. And I spent a day with her and it was my introduction to grooming and I had to dry 15 of these <laughs> miniature poodles with a stand dryer in the sweltering heat in South Africa outside. It was the most bizarre experience of my life. <laughs> but well, if you're going to start doing something, do it properly. Yeah, fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you've never looked back, never wanted to do anything else? No, I briefly worked for Inland Revenue when I was here and DEFRA. So I worked for State Veterinary Service when I first got here um, as my full-time job and then groomed on the side. So I've always had a hand in grooming. I just didn't, when I first got here, want to dive into opening up a business, mm. not knowing the country all that well. Immigration's a big deal, yeah. as we both know. There's a lot to do, a lot to settle into, mostly just because of cultural differences and, and things like that. And Every country does have their own sense of humour, even. Yes. It's a lot to get used to. Yes. Um, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. I have a husband with a very dry English sense of humour, so I've learned quickly. You've had to. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> I must say, but yeah. No, so uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I go back. I go back to South Africa. You go uh, back quite regularly, don't you? Yeah, somewhere between once or twice a year to try and get back to see Dad. Um, um so yeah a lot of travel miles so what pets have you got uh apart from the birds that i'm looking at <laughs> who are in the yeah salon, um, talk, talk about them because um you've got zebra finches yes how many uh, have you got now oh we're actually we're down to four it's very sad we're down to four 
Um, one of them's not too well, but they are all four of them have extended their life expectancy. So that's a little traumatic every morning when you come in and make sure there's still four. And there's still four. Um, but yes, I mean, we've had them for, for years, um, more years than we should have. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. They're in the salon, so they're, they're salon pets. Um, and then we, well, my husband used to have reptiles. He had a lot of reptiles, mm -hmm. but um, he no longer keeps reptiles. And we have two dogs, a giant schnauzer who is 11 and a Jack Russell cross who is 15. Ooh. Or 15 next month. Yeah. Good age. Yes, we lost our 16 and a half year old last year. So we're, uh, we didn't plan that too well. Having all of them getting to that age at the same time is not good. I've got the same issue. They're, all of mine seem to be, well, they're, they're 9, 10 and 11. Yeah. Like, this is a bit stupid, isn't it? Yeah. What made you want to be a dog groomer? Because uh, you started off with the kennels. Was it, did, was that always your aim to be a dog groomer or was it just working with dogs and then you kind of went from kennels to grooming as your career path meandered? I think as weird as it may sound, as a child, if I could have been a dog, I think I'm, <laughs> which does sound a little strange, no. um, but I just, I mean, I love animals, but it was just dogs. I mean, I was obsessed. In school, you're given these projects to do. And I was repeatedly being told, you can't do dogs again. You've done them already. And I'm going, but I want to do dogs. But there's lots of breeds I can do. Ooh, I'd done dogs. I couldn't do them. So I had to do dolphins was my next one. And the only reason as a sort of nine-year-old child that I picked a dolphin was because the bone structure of a dolphin is similar to the bone structure of a dog. And in my mind, <laughs> <laughs> this they was are a good the enough reason. This was a good enough reason. So yes, um, yeah, I just, I just have always, um, I had a, my godmom who we were very close with the family and she used to do obedience showing. So from a young age, I was, I suppose, exposed to different aspects of, of dogs. And we always had dogs. Yeah. I wanna do a, an online personality test with you. Oh, glory, all right. Let me bring it up. Um, I'm going to refresh it because I started doing one earlier. Okay, so are these going to be hard? No, it's it's word association. So I will oh, read out the word, then. and you've got to tell me the first word that pops into your head, and I will quickly write it in here. Okay, the problem with me is yes, that it takes me a while to think about it. No, the first word that pops into your head, even if it's flip flop or something in right. that's got nothing. Right, to, it's the going first to be flip flop, isn't it? <laughs> Don't say flip-flop. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, let me refresh it again now because it started. Okay, consultation. People. People. Insults. People. Scary. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Scary. Scary. Shorts. Tops. Nearly said flip-flops. Statistic. A word I can't say. So impossible. I need impossible, okay. Leverage. Um, I'm trying to say the right word. Bartering, it's not the right word, but. That's all right, it's, it's the word that has come to your head. Ticket. 
Sales. Needle. Thread. <laughs> That's what I always pay as well. Cricket. Awful. <laughs> Not a fan, no. Song. Madonna. I don't know if that's, no, that's not going to come up as a word because that's a name. I need a word. Song, um, music. Screening. I can't say the word that first came in my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to put a bleep over it. Um, yes, that would be, um, <laughs> That would be a lady's taste. <laughs> Come here. Yes. Fossil. Me. Oh, I can't put that. Doesn't say. Myself. I'll put myself, yeah? Yeah. No, won't let me do that either. You obviously can't put yourself. Husband. <laughs> <laughs> Next mistake. Don't tell him that. Steak is an S T A K E. S T A K E. Steak. Um, tent. Camping. Actually, or either one. Star. To oh, can't put to reach for. Foul. Who? Who? Is it going to let me? No, it doesn't let me do that one. Feces then. Will it let you do that one? It might do if I could spell it. Yep, it has done. Characteristic. Do you know, I have no idea. I don't have. First word. First word that pops into your head. Flip flop. <laughs> I don't, I've gone blank, blank then. Blank. Gone, blank. Okay, that's fine. That's the word. That's the word. This is scary. This is hard. I told you this would be hard. <laughs> Intercept. Um, cut off. That's two words, but I'll try it as one. Um, nope. Divert. Mansion. House. Very obvious words three flying replacement new population people friend you <laughs> no what? not allowing it no, it won't have you. Um, friend. friend is happiness. Happiness. Gaze. Stare. Bother. Annoy. <laughs> now I'm managing to get the right tone in at least, even if I can't think of a word. Consolidation. Unite. Novice. Adventure. 
squash. You brilliant words. Well, I was going to put sit on, but that's two words. Mm -hmm. uh, stamp. Handy. Useful. Cache. Or cash, however you want to pronounce it. Again, can't think of a word. I think, do you think I've got, um... <laughs> okay, I can't think of a word. <laughs> you got so, so 16 seconds. Um, um, a uh, bundle. Was that fast enough? See, you told me it wasn't going to be timed. Density, no, I didn't. Density. Oh. Populated. Valve. Leaky. <laughs> <coughs> Miracle. Puppies. Oh. Grid. See, the first thing that jump, jumps to mind is um, motorway. Now, oh, I only let me have motorway. Can't use motorway. How weird. Oh, no. Traffic. American. Traffic. Then. Peace. Really? Treatment. But, oh, it wasn't that. Treatment. Um, help. Circle. Continuous. Won't allow that, though. Verdict. Outcome. Bomber. Evil. Synergy. See, again, throwing words that are... Yeah. Anything you like. Dictionary. <laughs> Toddler. Pardon? Toddler. Freedom. Freedom? Yeah. For the toddler, not for the... I was going to say. Parents. <laughs> <coughs> oh, we're back to crickets. <clears throat> oh, they didn't like my cricket. Insect. Test is finalised. Right. The results are in. I will screenshot this because then I can share it as well. You are an ESTP type. Ooh, that's no idea what that means. Which is a promoter stroke athletic. Because they got that wrong, didn't they? <laughs> the ultimate realist. Outgoing, realistic, action-oriented, curious, versatile, spontaneous. 
ESTPs are hands-on learners who live in the moment, seeking the best in life, wanting to share it with their friends. They are open to situations, able to improvise to bring about desired results. They are active people who want to solve their problems rather than simply discussing about them. Bad English. Yeah. <laughs> On the scale, you're way over to extrovert as opposed to introvert. See, that's weird. Between sensing and intuition, you are way over towards sensing. Between thinking and feeling, you are way over to thinking. Between oh. judging and perceiving, you are way over to perceiving. Weird. So, how does that sound? The ultimate realist. Yeah, the thinking, yes. I, I think too long. I went to the shop today and I could not decide what snack to buy. And I'm not lying. It took me 20 minutes of walking around the aisle staring at various snacks. Just buy them all. I didn't actually want any of them. <laughs> that was the problem, I think. It was the most... I'm terrible. I cannot. I have to think everything through all the time. And yet I think I'm an impulsive person. <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. So, yeah, very odd. So does that sound accurate, do you think? I would never have put myself I, I, I think it sounds quite like you, actually. I don't think I'm an extrovert, though. You're definitely not an introvert. I was the shyest child I've ever met. The only reason I have yeah, got better. Now. now. Yes, the only reason I've got better is I forced myself to. And actually, I have to say, I did that because of dog grooming. Because there was so many people who have no clue, um, not in a bad way, just it's not what they do. So they, they hadn't thought about getting their puppies to being groomed as young as possible it just wasn't something that goes through we all know because we experience it but if it's not something that you experience you don't think about it mm -hmm. um and i decided that i could help people by going to give talks at a dog club and i got hold of a dog trainer and said can i come and do it and i've never you been see these are not the actions of an introvert but i was terrified i had never spoken publicly ever but i felt so strongly about helping people that i had to go i mean i was i was if i'd thought about it i think i would have worn an adult nappy i was so terrified <laughs> i didn't need it thank Get god but um, I was terrified. Never been so terrified in my life. And all I did was stand up and talk to about 20 people for five minutes. I mean, now they can't get me off. But <laughs> Well, given that this is now, it's pretty spot on. Not, not far off of how I would describe you. Action-oriented, curious, versatile, spontaneous. Maybe not the spontaneous thing, if it takes you 20 minutes to choose a snack you don't want. <laughs> yeah, but then maybe that's not, um, maybe that's just more indecision. I'm very good but at yeah, changing. I would, I would say this was pretty accurate. <laughs> Is there anything in specifically that you would like people to, to know or... Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel that people should 
definitely come along to the final challenge. Um, it's going to be an amazing day. We've got a brilliant lineup of judges. Okay. Um, that again. But tell me what you're most looking forward to about the English Groomers Challenge. Actually, I've to my seminar. Um, I finished writing my seminar two days ago. Um, I had <laughs> I had COVID on the weekend, and um, so we cancelled all dogs on Monday. So I spent Monday <laughs> doing my seminar. Um, it, flip side is I have now got to spend this weekend catching up with dogs. But uh, yeah, so I've got, and I'm actually quite excited about my seminar. I like doing seminars, and I quite like the topic on this one. They are fun. Um, and just seeing all the people. Um, I love seeing the groomers in the ring. You know, a lot of people come in and you are, you're, you're competing. You are, you're distracted. You're distracted about worrying about your dog. Is your dog okay? Have you got everything you need? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to go? And once you're told to go, you've got, you kind of 10 minutes in and you've completely forgotten that you were worried about anything. I love you that. You just groom and you just zone out and it's, and it's seeing people that haven't experienced it or don't experience that often, seeing them then actually relax and start to really enjoy the groom. And that, that is really nice to see. I like to see people building a camaraderie with each other within the ring, people that don't necessarily meet up any other time. Yeah, yeah. Like a bonding moment, the, isn't there? The dancing and singing that we've always had at Egg. Yeah, <laughs> you you groom while you dance and sing, which was which has always been quite fun. I've always done that anyway. Every competition I've ever done. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's nice that there's music playing and things. It does help, doesn't it? It, it does. It, you can shake off and get rid of some of that pent up anxiety that you may have had walking in, and it, it helps you to relax. It's really lovely environment. And really lovely judges as well. I mean, yeah, I just think it's, and it's going to be summer and we haven't had a challenge for two years. It's just, yeah. Okay. Sally, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you this evening, as usual. It's been a giggle. I do love speaking to you. Hopefully all of you guys have loved hearing from Sally as well. Uh, so from me, Sally, thank you so much for agreeing to be my number one pilot episode guest. It's been brilliant. Excellent. You enjoyed it? I have. I have had a lot of fun. Excellent. Um, and anyone who wants to see more of Sally? I can recommend you... these. They're good, are they? That was really good. I should have got two, shouldn't I? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, my, my gin's empty. No, they go too fast. Lemon, just got the lemon left. Yes. So yes, anyone who wants to see Sally again, 5th of June at the Kennel Club building in Stonely Park. It's Stonely Park, Kenilworth, uh, Warwickshire area near Coventry. Um, all I know is it's, it's up the M1 from here, so we're good to go. Uh, yes. The seminar with Sally Hart will be there. She is always a giggle, always worth listening to. So be there or be a square. See, word association, we got there. You didn't say circle. 
no, I'd probably have gone triangle if I was going for an association, <laughs> just to be awkward. <laughs> Although that's probably more of a rectangle. Yeah. Ah, we're not being fussy. No. 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 Love you lots and thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. And Bye. to all of you guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you on the next one.